You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to the Give Your Life Away podcast. Today's passage is Proverbs 10:19. Proverbs 10:19. When words are many, transgression is not lacking, but whoever restrains his lips is prudent. Again, when words are many, transgression is not lacking, but whoever restrains his lips is prudent. This proverb is about our speech. The topic of speech is actually displayed all throughout the Proverbs. In fact, it's displayed all throughout the scriptures. The scriptures have much to say about how we use our mouths. James actually teaches us that what is in your heart will come out in your speech. So speech is reflective of the heart. Solomon teaches us that the more a person speaks, the more likely a spoken transgression will come out. This is certainly a logical thought just based on simple probability. If I was hiking and came across a log that was stretched out over a river, there's a chance that if I walked across the log, I would fall into the river. If I was hiking and there were 10 other river crossings that day, all with logs over them, the chances would be greater that I would fall into a river. So the more tired I became throughout the day, the amount of moisture on the logs, the number of branches that came up out of the log, all of these would increase the chances that I might fall let alone the fact that there are more logs and more rivers to cross. That would alone would increase the chances. So it's certainly possible to cross all 10 rivers and all 10, on all 10 logs without falling, but the likelihood that I might fall does go up. Similarly, in this proverb, the more words a person says, the more likely that there will be some sin in those words. Solomon tells us, or tells his son, that the righteous person actually restrains his lips. Restraining your words, limiting your speech, is a wise thing to do. Now, before I bring you a suggestion on how to apply this proverb, I want to make note of two things this passage is not saying. First, this passage is not saying that sin only happens if you actually say what you're thinking. So a person shouldn't think, uh, for example, I hate this person. It would be sin to tell them that. No, actually, it's a sin to hate them in your heart. So, root out the sin that's in your heart first. Of course, it would be sinful to utter sin from your mouth, but let's not make that an excuse to allow sin to lodge into our hearts or to be welcomed into our hearts. So, obviously, don't say sin, but also don't think sin and don't hold on to sin. Root it out. The second thing this proverb is not saying is that you should not talk. The Apostle James, again, actually says that with our tongues we bless. Jesus used his speech to serve and to bless. So we, who are recreated into his image, no longer Adam's, the old man, the old sinful man, we who are recreated into God's image and who now have God's spirit in us should use our tongues to bless. We will need to say things if we are going to be obedient to the Lord and if we're going to bring his presence to situations that we encounter. It's important not to read things into these Proverbs or into any passage for that matter, but to take them for simply what they say. And this proverb says that the likelihood of sin increases with the more words that we utter and that a righteous person or a prudent person uses restraint. Now, this leads me to a point of application. 
Friend, don't feel the need to comment on everything. Today, when we're face-to-face with people or even on social media, we like to have a platform. We like to share our opinions, don't we? We like to share our thoughts or our evaluations. Today, our society mirrors that of ancient Israel. Everybody does what is right in their own eyes. And I'll take it a step further. Everybody thinks that their opinion is always the right one. Or they, everybody thinks that their take on something is always right. Can you imagine if ancient Israel had social media? Everybody today has the freedom to announce their own opinions on everything. But that doesn't mean that they should. It doesn't mean that we should. Not every situation deserves our comment or unprofessional analysis. One sad reality about our world is that expertise is devalued. You can have a scientist or world-class athlete or an expert diplomat speak about a situation in their respective fields, in the field of science or athletics or, or diplomacy. So you can have these professionals speak their minds and give an evaluation about something happening in their respective fields, and then Joe or Jane Couch Potato can criticize and give their own analysis about the situation. Not both of those opinions are equal. I'll take the expert's opinion rather than the person who knows very little about the situation. While there's a certain beauty to freedom of speech, and I believe it's very important, it doesn't mean that all speech is valuable or equally valuable or even true or even upbuilding. So as Christians, let's remember our speech is an act of worship to the Lord and a way to love other people. Let's also remember that Solomon is teaching us to use restraint when it comes to our speech. Are there conversations or environments that you find yourself in regularly when it would actually be wise to restrain your speech? If so, then restrain your speech. Speak up when you should. And don't speak up when you don't need to. According to Solomon, it's really that simple. So may the Lord be well represented and glorified in how we use the mouths that he's given us. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.